Today's episode is brought to you by our new bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe, from music festivals to straws that are bendable. With over 2 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Mikey Boltz, the audio engineer. Hey, Maddox. And as always, my first hand on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. Guys, we got a dynamite show today. Huge, huge guest, huge topic. We're going to be debating whether or not drama is ruining YouTube. And then at the end of the show, we'll round it out with some quick news headlines as always. But first, I want to introduce our guest this week, parody song artist and impressionist, Chad Wild Clay. Chad, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I would not say impressionist at all, though. <laughs> you know what? I, it says that in your YouTube bio. It says you do wow. impressions. I, yeah. need to, I need to fix that, I guess. Especially when I'm sitting here with Mikey Bolts. I can't do yeah, impressions to save me. Well, <laughs> I think uh, I think probably because people say that you do impressions of the people you sing. Is that, there, is that probably there, why? Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. Katy sure. Perry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do a great Katy Perry. You're yeah. Good Katie this Perry. is how we poop. That's, yeah. that's what I did on her. <laughs> Which uh, Brock Baker was in that. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. It was so long ago. I, you know, I'm trying to remember. There, yeah, there's a Brock lot of people. Brock Baker in there. and Jason Horton. Yeah. <laughs> he's a friend of mine and he's, oh, nice. in, he's in yeah. everything. Yeah, Jason's in everything. Jason's yep. in everything. He yep. knows everyone. He does know everybody. Yeah. For sure. And everyone yeah. knows him. He's yep. a good dude. Um, he's cool. Chad, so you're, you're a juggernaut on YouTube. Your YouTube channel has over 236 million views and 1.4 million subscribers. Holy shit, man. Thank you. Um, Thank your you. pen, pineapple, apple pen team up with, uh, what's the guy <laughs> name? It's Chi Yi. Tio, right? I don't know what his name is. <laughs> you were in the video with him. Well, or actually, was that green screen? He, that was green screening. No shit. Yeah, I'm a pretty good green screener, aren't I? Oh my god, I thought that was that was good. That was really good. Thanks, thanks, man. So, yeah. so you guys didn't uh, nope. appear and collaborate together? No, no collab at all. I Holy just, shit! I just threw him in there. I can strike out my next like five questions. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like working with him? No, but uh, so Chad, you did such a good job. Did you edit that yourself? I did. Yep. Wow. Yep. So here's what threw me off. Okay, because usually. With, with shitty green screen, you have the person in the front and in the foreground and in the background. Mm-hmm. You went so far as to blur your shot mm-hmm. when you had him in focus and right. vice versa. Yep. And yep. that's why I thought, oh, there's nice. some camera stuff going nice. on. Nice. Wow. It's all editing. Holy yep. shit. And that video did gangbusters too. What, 61 million views? Yes. It was crazy. Amazing. It was crazy. Yeah. So what was the, what, what was the phenomenon? Like, why do you think that one caught on in particular? Well, the original obviously caught on, um, and then I was—I think I was probably the first one to like jump on it and do a parody of it. Oh, okay. So I think I think it was all the timing. Okay. Is so, what it was. And that seems to be one of the biggest, if not your biggest, video on your channel, right? Yes, definitely my biggest on my channel. Yeah. What, what would you say your first breakaway hit was? What would what really put you on the map? I'd say it was actually the first video I ever did. Um, that's what got me into YouTube. I actually made a uh, proposal video for my wife. Uh, uh, I made her a music video. And I had it play at a movie theater where we had our first date. And so I had it come up on screen and it looked like it was an iPhone ad at first. And then it would turn into this music video for my wife. Uh, So we ended up putting that on YouTube like a month after I proposed to her. And then it just blew up, got a million views. It was on like 
CNN and Yahoo and all this stuff. And so wow. I was like, oh, this YouTube thing's kind of cool here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. So that's what got me sucked into YouTube. Was the yeah. mu- uh, movie theater thing back in Minnesota? Is it, that? Oh, yeah, Minnesota, so, yeah. So, like, you, can, yeah. you can't get a theater out in L.A. to give you the time of day, right? You got to know the guy. Right, uh, right. Did, did, uh, it was pretty tough in Minnesota, too. I called, mm-hmm. like, six or seven theaters. Oh, I, tr- wow. I first tried the original theater where we had our first date, and they just were like, no. Oh, but then I finally circled around and got a hold of some mm-hmm. big wig guy and yeah. he, he hooked Smart it up. Armenian. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't have those in Minnesota. No. no. Well, <laughs> Minnesota's not perfect. not a good thing, per se. <laughs> no. No. It's um, not. But, uh... <laughs> Did you stay for the movie after she said yes? Uh, we actually did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, mean, it, was it awkward? Or like, were people? It was kind of awkward, but uh, we were just like, oh, yeah, let's just hang out and, and do it and watch the movie. I mean, what? It a, was a romantic comedy, so it worked out. It wasn't what like. Movie? Uh, um, I don't even remember. It was a Drew Barrymore movie. Fifty First Dates. It was with that Mac guy. He was also in um, Die Hard three or four. I've only seen Die Hard 4 and 1. <laughs> In that order. In that order. I saw 4 first. That's yeah. the way to do it. Enjoyed yeah. it. And then yeah. I saw Die Hard 1 and it was much better. Yes. Everyone yes. hated 4. I thought it was okay. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. how you should watch movies, Chad. There's right. a little life You're hack. Right. Yeah. And speaking, <laughs> life of, hack. speaking of life hack. So, uh, so Chad, you did this video on your YouTube channel that was, uh, it was 69 hacks on how to grow a successful YouTube channel. Yep. And it was, it was satirical. <laughs> Uh, but I have I brought in a few of these because uh, I want to play these. These are these are kind of interesting. Listen All right. to those. Secret number two: just copy other YouTubers. Yep. So what kind of videos should I copy? Well, secret number three: fake pranks. Secret number five: scream a whole lot while playing video games. React videos. What you do is you take somebody else's video and you just film yourself watching. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that cut very abruptly because there was a, a a moment for pause, but perfect, uh, I figured perfect. it wouldn't translate to a podcast. But uh, yeah, React videos, all those. So I know you were doing this tongue in cheek, and you included in this list mm-hmm. parody songs, yes. which is a lot of your bread and butter, right? It is, and it it works though. It's a good way to grow on YouTube. I think almost all of us at the table know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> almost, almost all of us. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, Rucka, Chad, you guys all have done parody stuff. Not yeah, me. I don't. I remember Mikey I back met, in. I I met Chad through our parodies. Yeah, like we met at a VidCon. I VidCon, think it was. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. We kept in touch ever since. Yep. Actually, yeah. I I do parodies, but more of like uh, you know satirical videos. Like you know, Lose Change, the nine yes. eleven conspiracy video. Yep. Yep. Uh, Dylan Avery is actually a friend of mine. He's cool. been on the show. Nice. Yeah. But a long time ago, I, I blasted that documentary and uh, <laughs> and put it you know just shit all over it. And one of, and I, I even made my own parody of it called Loose. Uh, it was spare, Loose Coins, I think is what it was. Anyway, it was a parody of the uh, Loose Change video, but about the Titanic. Sinking, <laughs> which believe it or not, there is an actual conspiracy now. I made this video; it's very clearly a joke. Yeah, yeah. and now in the comments, people are debating whether or not wow. the, cons- the Titanic actually sunk. Of course, they do- they are. <laughs> I want to, yeah, I want to start making just con- bullshit conspiracy theories where I invented them. Put them out in the wild and see how long it'll take for them to propagate, and then see if I can convince people that it's yeah. bullshit because I made it up. It probably won't be that difficult, actually. Yeah, to to, sure. convi- to to convince people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you've worked with a ton of big YouTubers and celebrities and stuff. Is there are there any memorable ones? Is there anyone in particular you've that sticks um, out or bad or bad ones? People are a pain in the ass to work with, which I know you probably gosh. don't want to talk shit. You know, I I haven't done a ton of collabs. I've I've most recently done stuff with uh, Matthias and team edge and those guys are super cool um i really respect all those guys so um 
that's the only thing that's coming to mind right now that I've really collabed on recently. Mi- Misha, the the Pokemon. Oh, go. that's right, Misha. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? So, what is Misha's videos? Uh, I play Pokemon Go every day. I play Pokemon. <laughs> How do I not know this? This I, is your <laughs> fucking song. I, I play Pokemon you Go. You don't every fucking day. know that song? <laughs> no, for real. It's I'm, like a hundred billion views. Yeah, what? It's a, it's a kid from the Czech Republic who yeah. has this very thick accent. Yeah. He got very famous by singing this song, Pokemon Go. It's an original song and wow. it's like a serious song but huh. it's just so funny and then like his next big hit was Cyberbully Channels Are Cancer yeah. where he <laughs> called out Leafy Keemstar Rice Gum and Pyrocynical wow and was like nine year old kids swearing just calling people out on YouTube yeah. it was hilarious <laughs> yeah this Good little kid him, wears man. a hat that says fuck on it yeah. oh nice yeah. and everyone's like oh hell he's in Soviet Russia <laughs> that's, a, that's what they do his there. parents yeah. aren't supervising him uh, <laughs> like a, no. <laughs> well we should talk about the debate from last week Chad last week we had the debate and I want to hear what you think all right are music festivals stupid pieces of shit? They're a huge waste of time. Mm. That was the debate last week. What, what's your answer? What do you think? I've actually never been to a music festival, so hey. I'm not one to give uh, much feedback on that. Right on. Yeah. Smart. Smart man, Chad. Thanks. Been to a lot of concerts, but no no festivals. You know what? So people were giving me a lot of shit because they think I have never been to a music festival. Mm. I've been to festivals where they, there was a bunch of bands that played and then a big one. You know, that's yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, a okay. concert, a concert. Oh, wow. A festival is just basically a concert where you can't leave before you have to wait longer to see the band you want to hear. Uh, yeah, I guess the festival to me is you like to stay overnight. Right. Yeah. Is that what you're referring to with festivals? Yeah, I, I guess. Mean, I've been to like the Warp Tour. That doesn't count as a festival, right? Yeah, uh, that, there was that was a gray area. Ish. Yeah, we, we weren't okay, sure. Thanks. Well, the audience voted with 61 percent. Yes, music festivals are stupid pieces of shit that are a huge waste of time. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, winner. Yeah. Me. Trigger. Maddox. You got triggered, Chad? I got triggered by that. How could they say that? Yeah. Well, then I asked, okay, we're debating whether or not a concert is even a festival. I say it's just a concert. A con- I say a concert is a festival with just one headliner. I asked, are concerts basically just music festivals with one headliner and with a 65% vote? No. People said no. No. The concerts weren't just music festivals. What? I'm wrong. Oops. My butt, my fingers, my butt (laughs) slipped there. Sat on it. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a very contentious. Look, I got a ton of voicemail this week, guys. And again, the voicemail number is on the website, madcastmedia.com. I got so much good voicemail this week. I brought in as many as I could, but here's uh, here's the first one. Hey, Maddox. You say, uh, you know, live music is bad. You don't like loud... uh, Shit. But anyway, you don't like live music. But uh, I'm looking at a picture right now of gotcha. you at a Coheed and Cambria concert looking like you're having the time of your life. Oh, shit. Yep. You're a fucking liar and a fraud. <laughs> Fuck you, Maddox. Go to hell. Fucking Nazi. Yeah. Exposed. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Okay. I may have gone to a concert or two. Maybe Coheed I went. Recently, all mm-hmm. right. I was there with some babes. In all fairness, he can't name one of their songs. <laughs> true, that is true. I am a huge poser. I'm not even a poser because I'm not even pretending I like mm. them. They're just they're whatever. And I stood out in the lobby most of the time eating pickles and popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Good, good night. <laughs> Things they had, and I was talking to my friend Whitney yeah. Whitney Moore from Birdemic. We all went together. It was, oh, uh, it was super fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Name dropper and poser. That's great. <laughs> Because she's a good, she's a friend of the show. She'll be on the show. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. That, that makes her a friend of the show. She's a friend of the show. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. We believe I, you. Look, I was at this concert, okay? And I was standing on the lobby most of the time. And just because I was there, 
doesn't mean I was enjoying the music. I was enjoying it secondhand, mm. you know, like you could feel it. Yeah. Mm. And I was eating the popcorn. The Hollywood Palladium has the best fucking sound I think I've ever seen. And pickles. Yeah. And pickles. <laughs> yeah. Check out the pickles. Of the yeah. Whatever. Uh, here's another caller. It's the bad hombre. He hasn't called ah, in in a shit. while. But I'm not sure I, I'm going to like this call us in this. What's up, cabrones? It's your boy. Bad hombre. Hey, hey Maras. I seriously think you should have considered not discussing, you know, anything related to music since you're a big Panthera fan. Everybody who listens to yeah. Panthera is a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Dude, fucking suck. Rest in peace, uh, Dimebag Daryl. All right, anyway. that's that's enough. No. How dare you criticize Pantera? Pantera is the best metal band of all time. Yeah, name some of their songs. <laughs> Becoming, Five Minutes Alone, Cowboys from Hell, Revolution. All right, we all got right. it. Yeah, I got, some, right. I got some. Yeah, I got not, some. Pantera. Not a Pantera poser. You know, you up passed. until probably yeah. about two years ago, I couldn't name a single Pantera song, even though they were my favorite metal band. Mm. I don't. I don't invest time in learning the names of things. Well, you listen to them on cassette when you couldn't really know the names of the songs, right? <laughs> yeah. Chad, actually, that's true. I did start out listening <laughs> on cassette. I do have their uh, their second to last album on tape. I, the, I see. I only yeah. know that because I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I started out. Yep. I like Chad. Nice man. Smart man. All right, here we go. Um, all right, here's another call. This one's about festivals. Listen to this guy. <laughs> all right, so... The festival debate was a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> you guys couldn't understand what was wrong, what was the difference between a concert and a festival. You go to a concert, you see a band, maybe an opener or two, that's fine. You go to a festival, you see 12 shitty bands that you don't want to see, and then one band that you kind of like, but festival is a piece of shit. I agree with Maddox there. Yeah. Festivals suck. And it's it's just a waste of fucking time. It's hot. There's too many people. You're right. Parking sucks. But concerts, you go, you see a band you like, you know you like, in an enclosed space most of the time with good acoustics, and it's great. Concerts are great. Festivals suck. Bunch of Nazi. Fuck you, Rucka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Concerts concerts are, are fine. Festivals mm-hmm. suck. I like that caller. Smart caller. Well, with concerts, you get some shitty acoustics sometimes. But festivals, you're outside. There's just one type of acoustic, and that's the outside acoustic. Well, so, Chad, before we started recording, you told me that you have a background in audio engineering. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, at a music festival, when they're going from, you know, one headliner to the next, one band to the next, isn't it going to be kind of sloppy and quick for them to set up? Aren't they going to not have the best acoustic setup? Yeah, I would agree with that, because uh, at a concert, usually they spend, like, hours or a day beforehand getting the mix perfect. For one band. For one band, yeah. And this is, like, yeah. lots of bands and with a bunch of smelly hippies who yeah. are throwing their bottles at you right. the entire time. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You got yeah, it. I nailed it. All right, here's another caller. It's about uh, my characterization of Burning Man as being a music festival. Listen to this. Maddox. Burning Man is not a music festival, <laughs> which you would have known... If you spent more than 30 seconds researching. Fucking moron. <laughs> okay, you know what? Uh, I did research, and guess why I included it on my list? is because it came up on a list of music festivals. Mm. Yeah, Burning Man. What, what, how would you characterize Burning Man? A gathering of the dipshits? What, what is it? What is Burning Man? I think an art festival or something. Art, art, <laughs> fart festival, more like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> Did they play? They have like drum circles and shit, right? That's, yeah, that's music. And they play music there. It's all it, it, everything's music and drums um, and bullshit. Twer- skirt twirling. That's all. That's all it is. Yeah. Anyway, I got another call. So, 
What's this? Rucka, this one's for you. You're getting called out, dude. Called oh. out pretty hard. Oh, God. Because uh, we found out Bob and Tom is doing a new new bit on their show. Okay. Uh, that's very similar to a bit we do on ours. But oh. listen to this. Really, Rucka? You don't know who Bob and Tom is? You're from Detroit, and you never heard the Bob and Tom show over the, what, 20 years those old fucks have been on? They were on, like, every fucking morning station in Detroit when we were growing up, dude. Come on, man. Did you ever listen to radio, or did you just sit in your room jerking the fuck off? <laughs> Are those dope, mutually man. exclusive? <laughs> you can't do both at the same time? Yeah. Um, he didn't even say which station. I was waiting for him to tell me. Oh, I can't imagine that there were too many in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, is, is Detroit a developing country? Is it it not, is now. It's like it's. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. You can but, buy a uh, house right now. You $10, know, the, the Drew and Mike, fucking uh, uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak. Um, are they all one syllable Mo, names? Is Mojo that in the morning. You know, those these are names I know from radio. Is Bob and Tom, were they on like the country station or some shit? I don't fucking know who they are. Maybe when we were growing up, how old are you and how old am I, the, the caller? I don't fucking know when you grew up. Bob, Bob and Tom are huge. They're still, I think they're still huge. They're the biggest morning zoo radio show. They're syndicated. Well, that's like saying you've got the most popular vinyl pressing company in the world. Like it's it's antiquated. Yeah, that's yeah. like saying Jake Paul's the biggest YouTuber and everyone knows who he is, right? Oh yeah. shit! Oh, shit. Shots fired, Chad. Which <laughs> brings us stabbed. to the topic of the debate. <laughs> no, not yet. We got we got, some, we got oh, a few oh, more. We got oh, a few yeah. more voices. That would be a good segue. That would have been yeah. a great segue. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm gonna shit all over it because we got a couple more, a couple more voicemails. Listen, to this guy, um, this guy has a problem. Well, not him, but his brother has a problem mm. with my problem mm. with Guardians of the Galaxy. Listen, to this. hey Maddox, my favorite memory of the show is, I mean, there's countless memories, but every time you shit on Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm listening with my brother, he gets so upset. He's like, that's my favorite movie. Well, fuck Maddox. Fuck him. Fuck everything. I don't care about Maddox. By the way, he's not even like a... a I mean, he, he's heard about you, and like, I, I try to introduce him, and I'm like, hey, is it, Maddox is pretty cool. You should read his stuff and watch his YouTube videos. You, you might get, get a kick out. He's like, oh, okay, whatever, man. Mm -hmm. he, he's 10 years younger than me, so I mean... But every time you mention he's like, fuck Maddox. It's, it's the best thing ever. It's, it's the best. He gets so spazzy. It's the best. Uh, love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Fuck a Nazi. Yeah. Fuck a Nazi too, too, my friend. So that guy hates, his brother hates it when I shit on Guardians of the Galaxy. Get over it, bro. It's a mediocre superhero movie. Uh, I'm, congratulations that, uh, that it did so well. All right. Good job. Bravo. But you're fucking, I'm getting some, some glares from, from the, from, uh, the other side of the table. Oh, you didn't like, oh. Did you, you not like Guardians of the Galaxy? You didn't like it? No. I thought it was okay at best. And I'm, I know I'm in the minority. I'm the only one. I'm the only one. No, you Rucka? are a minority. <laughs> I, uh, I, I watched the first one to get to, cause the second one was about to come out and like, I just daydreamed through it. Yeah. I just literally like, I, I have no attention span whatsoever. But then uh, I watched the second one in theater, so I was, like, forced to half pay attention, and I thought it was really funny, the second one. The second one? It was, was like, like self-aware. Mm. It was very self-aware. Cool. I wish I'd seen the second one first. 
Because then yeah. I might enjoy that the might first be, one. This might be one of those cases. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mikey. It's good front or back, dude. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's not important Still enough to about know. Movies? Yeah. <laughs> yes. There it is. Oh man, I got so much flack last episode because uh, I kept screwing up the fart and the boner button. Oh. Uh, which a lot of times are interchangeable. But yeah, I know I'm in the minority. Everyone likes Guardians of the Galaxy. I shit. I shit all over it. I, maybe I'm just a hater. Who knows? Here's another call, Mikey. This one's for you. Good. Believe it or not, because you mentioned that I think you said last episode the first concert you ever went to was smash mouth is that yeah, right nice. all right <laughs> listen to this guy he's he's got a he's got an experience with smash mouth i, I think you're gonna like the story in this okay list. okay so i have to comment on the fact that mikey said he once saw smash mouth uh <laughs> when he was a little kid so um i'm actually a professional musician and i tour around the country quite often and uh two summers ago i was in fort collins colorado uh, on a tour stop when uh that same day, there was this festival going on, and Smash Mouth was headlining it. So before our set goes on at like 9 o'clock, uh, we decided to go check out this festival thing for a couple hours, and Smash Mouth is just getting on stage and starting to play. Some asshole throws bread at the lead singer of Smash Mouth. He fucking freaks out. He starts going... Fuck you, motherfucker! <laughs> Fuck you, son of a... I'll go up down there and whoop your fucking ass! This is all in front of, like, kids and stuff, you know? Whoa. Motherfucker, oh. I'll fucking kill you, you son of a bitch! Somebody wanna tell me <laughs> the world is gonna roll me. I'm not shitting you. He, they literally went into that fucking stupid early 2000s kids bot song after saying, Fuck you, motherfucker, I'll whoop your ass, all sorts of shit. So... I just thought you guys might think that was interesting. Oh, my God. Uh, you really need to go catch some fucking uh, uh, concerts, or you should go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Rucka, you're fucking awesome, man. I love you, dude. Yeah. And Maddox, man, I've been reading your stuff. All right, yeah. <laughs> it just cuts that, off. That last part. <laughs> what about we're, me? we're short on time. We don't have time. But um, uh, I was waiting for the part where, where Smash Mouth was blowing some dude. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How predictable do you think these calls are, Rocket? I don't know. Uh, here's one last one. It's about Nirvana. Because I shit all over Nirvana's Unplugged album. You did? Yeah. Oh, my god. Because I hated it. What? I thought it was their worst. <laughs> oh. I think. All right. Humor oh. me. Humor me oh. here. All right. Had Kurt Cobain not died mm. by blowing his head off mm-hmm. with a shotgun shortly after <laughs> shortly after unplugged i don't think anyone would have given a shit about unplugged you know it's kind of like how when um the beatles died <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell us every, tell us more crash, about right? that yeah and then the everyone's, be- everyone's like oh the white album oh, the white album oh my god the beatles broke up okay in like the 70s or some shit and then in 1980 john lennon was murdered I'm pretty close. I'm in the neighborhood. <laughs> pretty close. Pretty yeah, close. Yeah, but like, dude, the Beatles were a fucking. Anyway, uh, they were they were popular before he, he they they died and they broke up. But like, the the question of what if Kurt Cobain never died is like such a big. Uh, va- there's so many variables there. Like, what would the world look like today? Yeah. And what would he be like today? Mm-hmm. And you're focused on would people like that one album? Or yeah, not? <laughs> I don't think they would. I think it's a it's a mediocre album. Ooh. Not a big fan. But here's a caller who who's calling me out. Listen to this guy. Jeez, Maddox, how much of a fucking idiot can you sound like? <laughs> Nirvana unplugged was like the best thing they ever put out. I mean, the band sucked except for that one single album. That album was the only thing they ever did that was any good. Rucka's right. It was acclaimed. And you're a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> no, you're a fucking idiot, and... That's right, douchebag oh, of the week. Shit. Acclaimed. Yeah, acclaim, acclaimed is garbage. That's what that. Yeah. That's what that. Uh, that album was. Anyway, guys, we should move on to the debate. Guys, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines as always. But with me is my first hand on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. And Chad Wild Clay, let's hear yours. Trigger, trigger. There it is. And here's mine. If you hear any of these buzzers during the debate, that means somebody disagreed with somebody. But on to the debate. With more and more YouTube content becoming demonetized after Adpocalypse and the avalanche of clickbait showing no sign of stopping, one constant source of content is drama, YouTube drama specifically, and much of it is fake or overblown. So the question is, will it eventually erode the trust of viewers? And is it worth it? Is drama ruining YouTube? That is the debate this week. Now's your chance to vote on the site, madcastmedia.com. But Chad, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you first stab. Do you think that drama is ruining YouTube? I don't think so. I actually quite enjoy it. Oh, you're a drama... You're dra- Can I call you drama queen? Uh, no. <laughs> that would trigger me, you know. Um, you know, it's weird because I'm not... I've never been into drama. I've never followed any of the, like, celebrity gossip. I actually, like, kind of always despised it or just, like, never had any interest in it, but... Maybe it's just for me because YouTube is my career path or whatever. Right. I find it super interesting. So so this to you. So we should probably explain to people who aren't familiar with YouTube drama. It's become really big over the last, I would say, year and a half, right? Yeah, I'd, who, say, I'd who, say so. Who, the first big, I think, YouTube drama that happened on my horizon was between H3H3, Ethan Klein, and Leafy. And those those two went at it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it kind of had this big, uh, you know, big, big blowout for a couple of weeks, and both channels kind of uh, hit each other for a little bit, and mm-hmm. eventually it uh, it ended. But that's what put it on my radar first. Was there something bigger than that before, or was that the I, big one? For me, I, I guess I first got sucked into it, if you will. Um, I think it was when Nicole Arbor uploaded oh, her right. Dear Fat People. Yeah, and then there was a lot of drama between her and Matthew Santoro. Matthew Santoro, that's right. So I think that's when I started like realizing, oh, there's like, there's drama alert and all these drama shows. That's when I first yeah. heard about them. Keemstar. Keemstar is one of the big drama guys. Also in the news. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Right, he does. Um, what that, that is up, drama yeah. alert nation? Yeah, yeah. I'm your host. Killer Keemstar. <laughs> Killer Keemstar. <laughs> How come the one person who does impressions the best at the table is not yeah, Mikey, come on. oddly quiet? I have no idea who you guys are talking oh. about. Hey, yo, uh, style <laughs> his name, but it's one of those things I'm uh, I'm not gonna. Look have you up. done a YouTuber impressions video? No, dude, oh, that's that's how to get oh get it, get some drama your yeah. way, bro. Yeah, my that's dude. the way you I'm, kill it. I'm building it all, building up, up to it. Yeah, nice. Holy shit. So, Killer Keemstar. Yeah, Keemstar is one of the big drama channels, and then mm-hmm. there's also Scarce. Yes, who's gone missing? Who's gone missing? He yeah. hasn't it's produced any content weeks. Yeah, yeah, a couple, for a couple of weeks. At the time of this recording. Right, right. Hey, what up, you guys? It's Scarce here. <laughs> <laughs> obviously a very popular YouTuber with over 300,000 subscribers. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's it? I thought he was bigger than that. No, he's when he reports, everyone, oh, everyone's reports, yeah. a, a very big, very popular YouTuber. Yes, that's yeah. what he says to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, over yeah. 150,000 <laughs> subscribers. And, Are people hating on Scarce? Because I watched his content, and I just thought he, he just seemed like a nice guy who was just kind of covering this stuff as, a, as like kind of... Of a, he's a geek fan of all these people. Uh, I feel that his reporting has been biased against me in the one time oh. he, he reported on me. But what, that's, and what was that time? Do you recall? Uh, I got my YouTube drama. I got. I never watched anything on YouTube in my life. Like I like. I seen like five YouTube videos up until this time last year when a guy who goes by the name of KSI 
reacted to one of my songs mm-hmm. and yeah. acted super shocked. And yeah. I fucking, <laughs> I, I posted a video reacting to that. He then dissed me and I dissed him. And then Scarce, a guy some would say is known for kissing asses. Uh, say what you will about Kaylor Keemstar. He starts shit with YouTubers, whereas Scarce likes to uh, kiss the ass of the biggest YouTuber. So, uh, you know, they say, oh, oh, CNN is is fake news. They're they're in bed with the president. No fucking uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Scarce fucking YouTube's YouTube reporting is fucking they, they've got a personal relationship with the other YouTubers. They want to see him at parties and shit. Right. Right. So right. he goes, oh, uh, uh, KSI uh, is uh, having beef with this uh, guy, Rucka Rucka. Uh, but but the thing is, Rucka Rucka's written some racist songs before. Uh, this is one of his racist songs. And now, when like PewDiePie and JonTron and all these guys are coming under fire, Scarce is taking their side every time. He's like, oh guys, it's just a joke. These guys are joking. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, now he wants to be Mr. Anti-SJW, Anti-PC, fucking hero of the of the shitlords. But <laughs> when... uh. When I'm, but he'll, he's got no problem throwing me under the bus. And is it because I'm black? <laughs> that's Why true. Is everybody laughing? That is a good question. I'm not laughing. Yeah. That is a good I, question. That's a very good question. Um, so the, the YouTube drama, Chad, you, you said you love it. Um, what, what particularly, is there one particular beef that you like to follow and why? I guess love is too strong of a word. I shouldn't say that, but, uh, you like, like, <laughs> like, like it. I enjoy it. I watch it. I, yeah. I, I watch it. I feel like, I almost feel like I have to watch it yeah. because it's like I got to know what's going on. It, it, it was more applicable when I was still doing like YouTuber Im- impressions or, or parodies, I guess, if you uh-huh. will, uh, where I was making fun of other YouTubers. Now that I'm not really doing that anymore, um, the need to keep up with it is less for me. But I guess I'm still in the mode of keeping up with it. It's it's pretty entertaining to me. Yeah. So you mentioned the Nicole Arbor and mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Santoro beef, the feud there. First of all, Nicole Arbor came on the radar of most people when she created that video. I think it was just called Dear Fat People, right? Yep. yep. And a lot of people thought it was mean spirited and kind of catty where she came out and she said, uh, essentially, uh, lose weight, uh, <laughs> you know, stop eating shit. I don't, I don't forget like all her points. Right. Um, I, yeah, I watched the video. I chuckled a few times, mm-hmm. and I get. I also get that uh, some people said that it was mean spirited. You know, I get that uh, some jokes probably. It, it's a really easy target, mm-hmm. fat people. You can't miss them. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> where's the drum roll button? There it there is. is. You can't miss them. There it is. So anyway, yeah, I saw that was when I first came, and I, I thought Nicole Arbor. I was like, all right, there. You know, maybe she's got a little something. I've never seen. I, I've never seen anyone on YouTube, especially female, with that kind of. Um, t- I don't want. I don't know if edge is the right word, but tenacity, maybe. Balls, uh, maybe. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's th- what she was going for. But like, she's so not funny. Yeah, you're not a fan, huh? I I used to not really think about her twice, but like seeing other people point out how cringe she is, I I I, th- I feel like the drama helped me see the worst in her. Oh, you've been watching Leafy lately, yeah. Haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Rock as a Leafy fan, point yeah, out that's the how, cr- pointing out the cringe. Yeah, yeah, that's how I found out about you. It's because of your Th- little scuffle Leafy, huh? with Leafy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell us about this. What happened? Well, there wasn't actually any scuffle at all. I just made a video making fun of him. Right. Um, well, it was more of a. I don't know. I what I did for him was I was like, "What is Leafy gonna be like twenty years from now?" Right. So I made him into a SJW social justice warrior, and I just thought that'd be super funny if he turned out to huh. be one twenty years from now. So I I pretty much tried to remake one of his videos with him, you know, just like talking about oh, all these different genders, you know, and you got to respect all this stuff. So that's kind of where I went with that. Oh, that's funny. So it, it wasn't uh, ripping on him really, although half of his fans, and this is for the case with all my videos, anytime I make fun of anybody. Half of the fans 
thought I was completely serious and just of course through their shit, you know. Yeah, just so angry. <laughs> of course, yeah. They yeah. they um I, I feel like uh the fans are usually the worst. But um before we move on from the Nicole Arbor thing, I do want to talk about her specific drama. So for people who don't know. Uh, you'll have to look up some of these names we're talking about on the show. I'll try. I'll do my best to explain who they are. But uh, Nicola Arbor again, she did that fat guy video or the you know hey dear fat people video. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Santoro has a big YouTube channel where he does essentially lists of things, yep. right? Yep. And I just met him. Uh, oh, full okay. disclosure, I just met him the other day at uh, some. Uh, it was a best vine, vines ever best awards. Vines. <laughs> yeah, I went to this oh, best vines. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, a real thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, and, I'll, and I'll give full disclosure. I've met him and hung out with him quite a bit. Oh, so you know Matthew. Um, and, and Nicole Arbor, too, when they were dating, I hung out with both of wow. them. Wow. So. Okay, so that leads us to their drama. Their so beef. I got I to gotta be very careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you still keep in touch with either one? Um, You know, I say hi to Matt when we see each other at different events. Yeah. We're, we're friendly to each other. So so Matthew put out this, uh, ten. I think it was like a 10-minute video. Got to watch that algorithm. Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> ten, 10 minutes in one second. <laughs> exactly. Right. No, but uh, all joking aside, he put out like a 10-minute video talking about how while he was dating Nicola Arbor, mm-hmm. she was uh, abusive towards him. Right. And, you know, kind of, um, he was crying in this video. It was very difficult to watch. Yep. Uh, made a lot of people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, she got a lot of backlash for it. And, he, you know, this went back and forth. And I kind of tuned out at that point because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm out. I can't. I can't watch this bullshit. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I mean, I hope it didn't happen the, the way it did because it just sounds like a tragic bad situation i'm sorry that it happened at all if it did um yeah i have no idea if it did or not (laughs) yeah exactly and i'm like i don't i don't know man this is like too much personal shit i'm out um what did you think rucka you you're you're kind of i I wasn't i wasn't paying attention i just love the way you pronounce nicole arbor how how do i arbor arbor Arbor, like a a french name or something sorry i'm i'm real fancy guys you are a fancy one i'm a fancy boy yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay okay chad so you think it's a good thing potentially you like you at least you like it right yeah i see nothing wrong with it i don't think it's taking away from anybody else you know wrong all right you're 100 percent wrong now i'll tell you why chad all right let's hear it because you know we talked about rice gum there's a big youtuber named rice gum yes okay and then there is another one called fusi yes and his channel is fusi tube which Man, I know it's a small circle of YouTubers, and I know I'm going to run into him eventually, but I think Fousey is douchey. Uh, I'm not a fan of his content. Well, I, don't. I, th- I heard he needs a place to stay if, you, true. if you got he an does. extra spot on your couch. Does he really? Yeah, he, 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 announced, really? he announced he's going homeless for a while. What? Why? He's going to crash on various YouTubers' couches yeah. for the next whoever, mm-hmm. you know. And so I don't know. Maybe if I, money. maybe if I met him, he'd be okay. I don't know, man. Anyway, Fousey yeah. and Rice Gum, these two big YouTubers staged mm-hmm. some drama yep. <laughs> and it got something like 16 million views essentially they were they were meeting outside a parking garage in a hotel lobby or something mm-hmm. like that <clears throat> it was the fakest thing ever <laughs> yeah so fucking fake but so many people fell for it of course it was crazy of course well i mean when i watched it i thought uh, okay what am i seeing here is this real i don't know i'll i guess i'll wait for a week to for the prank to come out if it fucking is because everything is like sam pepper's fucking videos mm-hmm. sam pepper again he's the guy who did all these uh pranks and he got to, in a lot of trouble because he did this um one that was essentially sexual assault right he wore a hoodie mm-hmm. and inside the hoodie he had a fake hand come out right and and kind of like slap girls on the ass or grab their ass Pitch right them, yeah yeah, and then when when they would turn around, his hands would be in his hoodie. He was like, ha, oh, not me. Uh, so people were like, dude, that's just sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, his network dropped him. He got a lot of flack for that. He came out with a teary apology. Mm-hmm. And then he did another prank video and really pushed the envelope again. Yeah. 
which was to kidnap one of his friends. Yeah. And act like it was a terrorist hostage. Right. Right. And the kid was crying to the point of almost puke. <laughs> and people were like, I don't know. Is this entertainment? Is this funny? Is it real? What mm-hmm. am I watching here? Is it you just kidnapped your friend and tortured him, essentially? What's the difference between this and terrorism? And it's like, oh, no, no, but he was in on the joke. And people were like, I don't know. It doesn't look like he was. Okay. So I feel like the debate's maybe taking a turn as far as like, is it okay to create drama or is it okay to report on the drama i guess or or to view the drama well so my argument is chad that much of it is fake i think i think most of it is fake and the people who benefit from this are the two people who are having the beef sure true yeah yes and because because i believe anytime this happens people check out both of their channels Mm -hmm. and people check out both of these people and it just builds up both of their profiles and a lot of it is fake it's mm-hmm. people who are, you know, they don't even give that much of a shit, but they know it's giving them a higher profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the problem with this, Chad. Okay. Eventually, this is going to erode the trust of the viewers. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? So everything you watch on YouTube, you're going to be completely skeptical. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, well, you're kind of going to be like me. You're going to say, well, is this real? Mm-hmm. Should I watch it? Should I care? And what it's going to do is undermine the trust on the entire platform. Because mm-hmm. you're going to think everyone on there is a con Wait. artist and a shill. But does the platform have any trust currently? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. I mean, what are the what is what do people need to believe when they're watching YouTube videos? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, though, I think the reason YouTube works is because you turn you turn it on, you tune in, and you watch some kid in his room making a video. It's raw, it's unpolished. It's the kid talking to a fucking camera, and he's it's warts and all. You're gonna see everything, right? Mm-hmm. It is delivering the promise of reality television. And now we're going back to the bullshit, phony, made-up reality television that we have today Mm -hmm. by going into this route. And that's why I think that it's a problem. We're we're essentially turning YouTube into MTV, reality television. Circa real world. What's that, 2006? And I think everyone is too obsessed with what other people are doing. And I don't think there's enough people doing their own thing. And I know when people Mm -hmm. say, do you, do you, like people aren't actually thinking about it. Like like about themselves, they think it's a a general cliche hearing do you or like um, do stuff for you. You know what I mean? Everyone's so concerned about following. Right. And I think if we teach and raise people to follow one day, if we keep that up they're 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 going to outnumber the leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be we're going to be a society of followers. Mm. Nobody creates content anymore. So what I'm saying is we need to breed leaders. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is. Push the type of channels that are successful and are good channels, like righteous channels, like good people are running them, and uh, pray. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. There All you right. go. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I think that um, I was thinking about it the other day, actually, a long time ago, back in two thousand three, something like that, when I when my website was first starting to blow up, and uh, you know that that's when I kind of came on the map. I noticed all the players on the internet. By player, I mean people who produce content and there were maybe a handful it was me this guy uh, uh tiger mask actually i think he was an aggregator too fark and well fark is an aggregator too ebaum's world ebaum's world's an mm-hmm. aggregator too and i'm like well who's producing original content all these people are linking to content they're yep. link farms right but yep. who's producing the content and it's just a handful of people on the internet it's the onion mm. you know now click hole 
and uh, you know a handful of others, and that's about it. What Rucka? What Rucka? We're debating YouTube drama. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting to that because we're we're coming back to Mikey's point. So you're saying it's fake a lot of the time, therefore it's bad. Yes. Well, it's fucking entertaining, dude. If it's fake, that means no, no, no one was harmed. Do do people need to literally start shit for it to be worth seeing? No, but it's it's also bullshit. Just you know, I have a problem with people presenting drama. Under the guise of of it being authentic, I hate being fooled. I hate being lied to. I hate being tricked. Right? Isn't yeah. that shitty? Well, nobody. Yeah, nobody knows anymore. Like whenever anything happens, nobody knows. When I met Philly D, he was extremely condescending, and he said <laughs> he said he can't have no love for my jam, but um, because of the KSI thing. And because of fake news reporting, because of fake news like scarce, uh, all he hears is, oh, Rucka, Rucka posted a racist video. Like he do- didn't bother actually watching it or, or, or looking into it any further. But he also gave me kind of a smirk and said, but I don't know if you and KSI kind of like did that behind the scenes to kind of yeah. get drama. Yeah. And probably uh, I should have been like, oh, yeah, it was fake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it just kind of started a rumor going that. Sure. that uh, but I was I was more offended by that. I was like. No man, I like why would you? I'm not. That's, that's not who I am. I I I start real beef. I don't start oh, it. I yeah. don't. You were offended that it might be fake. Don't worry, okay. Rucka. Yeah. Okay. He he was a douche to me too. So it's yeah, okay. <laughs> Philly D was a douche to you, Michael. Let's hear this story. Yeah, no, he just I I met him at, a, at VidCon and I was he featured one of my videos without even asking. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's the legal like if he's even allowed to do that. But uh, he no, like put no. it up. It was a cover song, so who the fuck cares? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I am not even supposed to be doing that no. shit. Covers are straight. It's parody, yeah. Or a parody. Yeah. I was doing a You're parody. Oh, okay. oh, definitely. And, that's and, I, and I was like, hey, what's up? It was a few months after, and he acted like he films 40 of those fucking things in his room a day. And didn't he? he was like, I was like, dude, it was, it was, you know, I was, we talked. I was like, I, I've been a fan for years. And anyways, he ended up being a huge douche. He was like, well, well the, the guy's a fucking yeah. sociopath. Uh, wow, what? a lot of where, where a lot does of that shots? come from? I yeah. want to hear. This. I saw him fucking uh, on H3's podcast saying like he has one friend or two friends, and and his criteria why he doesn't have any friends is because he the only friends worth having are people that would go into a burning building to rescue you. What? Like he was like, oh yeah, like when you think about friendship is bullshit. Like no one would act, like these guys wouldn't wouldn't go into a burning bu- building to save you. And I'm like thinking like. Is that your, like, do we live in a burning building? Is that something you deal with every day? We live in a fucking, we live in a, we live in a city. We live in LA that used to be on fire. Not anymore. Like, you fucking need friends. You need a fucking girlfriend and or boy. Like, you need a fucking, you need a, you need human beings to fucking yeah. be around and, and work with and have sex with. You don't just fucking, you don't just wait, sit around. Well, I'm, I'm just going to spend the next 80 years uh, hy- hyperventilating, uh, hibernating until uh, somebody willing to rescue me from a burning building comes into my life. <laughs> yeah, you say that now, Rucka, but I called you the other night and I'm like, hey, bro, you want to go get some uh, some food, some chimchurri? Yeah. And you were like, I don't know, man, is your building burning? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, maybe it is. He goes, okay, I'll be right over and yeah, rescue nice. you, bud. That's how you know. It's yeah, true, 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 true friends. True friends, yeah. You know, I started to be so boring. I just met him uh, at a wedding two weeks ago. I thought he was really nice. Wow. Maybe, maybe, wow, maybe he's man. maybe he's changed since maybe he has cha- interacted people with him. People change. So it's been we, a while. We've all met him. I met him too. Okay. So we've all met Philly D. I met Philly D mm-hmm. at the YouTube space in Los Angeles, and yeah. I walked up to him. He was he was nice. He was he was okay. fine. He was polite. But here's here's my impression of him, and I get why I think people read him wrong or think that he's cold. Which, by the way, if someone is condescending to you. 
I, that's a breath of fresh air to me. Mm-hmm. I, I that oh my god, yes, please. Can you can you please give me more of that condescension because at least it's honest. Like I, I appreciate right. the honesty of your shittiness, right? <laughs> I don't want I no, don't want to hang yeah. out with you. But he, I don't he, like he you. He was extremely friendly. He very friendlyly told me that he can't have no love for my shit. He yeah. basically he very in a very he was honest though. Very polite, nice way told yeah. me that that I'm a bad person. He didn't say <laughs> use those words. So yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. But, well, I, I appreciate yeah. that more than the fakeness of, oh, yeah, man, let's grab coffee. Let's grab lunch. Here's my impression of Philly D, though. I talked to him. Uh, he recognized me. He knew who I was, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then we, I get, the, I get the sense that Philly D is one of those people who works so much that he's always in work mode and always thinking about work. That's the impression that. I got. I could see that. Yeah. And then here's the here's the only bad impression I had of Philly is near the end of the conversation. I just tell him about the podcast and the network and all the things I do. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll totally I'll be a guest on your show. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, and then the information he gave me was like the information you would give to a fan. Uh, where you were like, I don't really know if I trust this guy. I'm definitely not giving him my phone number. I'm giving him the contact to my agent, my agent's manager's assistant. Like, you know, one of those. It wasn't quite that much, but okay, that's yeah. the impression I got. And I don't know. Maybe it's um, he, he, Philly. He's a big, big YouTuber. He's a, he's just started his own network of uh, what news? His mm. own news network. Yeah, donate to his Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yeah, he started a Patreon, which is very Patreon. controversial. Well, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it like the most successful Patreon ever, or something like that. Something crazy. I'm sure it, it really is. Well. The guy, yeah, the he guy, really needed to do it too. He really <laughs> needed that. He's money. very well. He's very talented at uh, at describing his finances in a way that makes it look like he's just getting by. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. he says. People ask him, how much money do you make on YouTube? He goes, well, I pay myself 100 grand a year, and the rest of the money goes into the business. Goes back into the business. I'm like, what is that? You, ha- you mean you have a business account, right? Like your, your, your fucking CPA marks down 100 grand as your personal salary, and the rest goes in your business account. Like that doesn't mean that like you're investing $5 million a year in growing your YouTube channel. You're fucking on the internet. You own a fucking <laughs> iPad and a fucking lapel mic. You're, like, shut the fuck up, dude. And he needs a fucking Patreon to, to have a fucking full time channel. I need a new webcam, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, man! Talk about some uh, some drama. Hey, We're Phil, starting some beef with Phil. Phil, exactly. should, Phil should hire Scarce as his uh, as his reporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, fucking cringe, yeah, man. look who's getting in drama cringe, now. Yeah, it looks we, like we are. I just heard some people saying they don't like starting drama. Oh, oh. shit. Uh oh. But here's the thing. This is real, buddy, because it happened organically. Right. This, is po- this is podcast, <laughs> podcast drama. Yeah, That's podcast right. drama. Totally different. Oh, yeah. the be- oh, the best kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like oatmeal. <laughs> That's you what I was thinking. You don't want it, and it makes you poop. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> So you think it's a you think it's an, a good thing? It's entertaining. It's fine. You don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, and maybe I'll, I'll I'll attempt to make an argument. You know, maybe some of these kids who are watching this stuff they need to figure out how to see what's bullshit and what's not bullshit, or how to figure that out. You know? Yeah. So they're they're getting a little bit of exposure to it right now, and uh, maybe it'll help them later in life. So I'm, do you? I'm trying to make an argument here for it. You know. So the Nicole Arbor and Matthew Santaro thing, that was real. That was authentic. And I don't even know what the the end result of that was because eventually what happened is they both have successful YouTube channels. They're both doing their own thing, right? Nicole, you know, she yeah, got some black. That, I mean, he did, he never needed the, he didn't the need boost. It. No, he didn't need it. 
Uh, she her fat people video is why we know who she is. Yeah, and yeah. that shit kept her going. Maybe she did another one around the election time, which was uh, like fuck you to uh, women people. Yeah, something. Yeah, that sounds like she was like women who say you must vote Hillary. Fuck you. That sounds like something she would say. I, yeah, I feel like I saw her say that, but I could just be uh, predicting what she would say. Right. Um, so there was that, and then the other beef. There was another one, uh, Tobuscus. Uh, that was a bi- that was a big one. I don't. I'm not even sure that this is drama. Yeah. I guess it is because he was he dated a girl, who and and full disclosure, I know Toby. I know Toby Turner. I know Tobuscus. Um, and uh, you know he's always been super nice to me, treated me well. But uh, what happened is he dated the girl, some girl who came out and made allegations against him mm-hmm. like uh, Im- improper you know uh, drug use and sexual misconduct and that sort of thing and it pretty much threw his mm-hmm. entire channel and everything in a tailspin yep. so there's all the, the drama is all over the board there's stuff like between you and KSI Rucka which uh, was authentic then there's like the Fousey tube authentic <laughs> authentic well hilarious I mean that was that was, was genuinely entertaining it was two people that didn't give a shit yeah. Fucking talking shit on the internet. It was hilarious. Apparently, talking shit online is now the authentic version of something. All right. <laughs> well, all right. You you also had Rucka also had a, a beef recently with the blasphemous HD, which I can't. I keep saying blast famous well, HD because of uh, yeah. Though that was originally him just trying to jump on the KSI thing, okay. which a lot of channels did, and yeah. they do with drama. It's an economy. So if you're yeah. opposed to YouTube drama, you're opposed to. Uh, People get earning a livelihood. You're opposed to uh, the economy at large. I'm okay you, with that. You never think about all the jobs you're killing if you, if you if you get rid of YouTube drama. Ooh, that's a really good argument for you, Chad. What do you think of that? Yeah, man. I I'm going. I'm gonna run with that argument. You're killing too many jobs. Killing you're, jobs. You're killing. Yeah, man. I'm Amer- killing America. Yeah. Killing, killing jobs. This is kindness. literally all Keep we have job. left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, you know what? You you know what uh, is a really good job. It's producing bonus content for this yeah. episode. Yeah, guys. You guys, this episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download Maddox vs. the Universe on our website, madcastmedia.com. It's also available on iTunes and Amazon. Your favorite player anywhere. Podcasts are downloaded. Windows Media Player. <laughs> Windows Media Player. Uh, Real Player. Yeah. VLC. Oh, my gosh. Real Player. Remember oh, that yeah. horse shit? Yeah. I paid for that. Oh, my gosh. I downloaded because I got tired of the ads, and everyone's like, you, if you're tired of the ads, you should pay for it and support the company. Not even three months after I paid for it, there's no more Real Player. It's gone. Yep. Real Player. Real I remember player. that. Remember that? Yeah. Were you was- downloading everything on WinMX? Oh yeah! <laughs> well, no, and LimeWire. No, Napster. I. I, I the, you were the Napster days, right? You know what? I still use Winamp. That Winamp. is that is what I'm playing most of the voicemail and stuff you're hearing on wow. this podcast is through Winamp. Uh, that and still I know it works. Wow. Uh, yeah, it still well, barely. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I I went to here's a little bullshit trivia which you don't need to know, but I went to college. Uh, my first year in my first programming class, I was in class with Justin Frankel, who is the developer of Winamp. Hmm. And I looked around the class and looked at everyone's assignment and homework that they were working on, and Justin was working on some next-level shit. Like, our professor would assign us the homework assignment, and before class was over, it would be done, and he was already working on a video game or something. Nice. And uh, he was he was one of the few people, and I generally don't like this, but I but it was it was right when he did it. He would raise his hand constantly, correcting the professor. Oh. And and it was like it wasn't trivial stuff. The professor was just he didn't know his shit, and he was 
constantly correcting the professors like actually this is the correct way to do it that's not true blah 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 and i was writing i was taking notes from the things that he was saying (laughs) and then of course of course he shouldn't have ever been in that bullshit ass introductory programming mm-hmm. class he should have been tested out of it right. and there were so many instances of that in my in my university so of course he dropped out and then went off to make like 40 million dollars selling winamp to aol anyway a little bit of history Rucka, right. do you have a wrap-up for us oh yeah um you know youtube's getting all all consuming now now that i've learned how to subscribe and refresh the fucking feed and it's like at this point now it's like you don't turn the tv on anymore you see these people get on youtube and you feel like you know them, but you don't. Yeah. And then you start to pay attention. It's like, yeah, um, when's the last time I spoke to a person? When's the last time I, <laughs> I felt the flesh of another living creature? You have so much ennui when you watch YouTube, Brooke. <laughs> yeah. It's a Rucka rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I always have a follow-up. The, uh, you, uh, fucking beef is the new form of collaboration. You know what I'm saying? It can be. Like, yeah. just talking shit about another YouTuber and them talking <laughs> shit back is the new form. Like, you don't even have to fucking get on a song or do some shit. You, so, just, you just talk shit. Was your KSI beef, like, did you see that it was beneficial to your channel in any way? I mean, I've always operated under the any attention is good attention, mm-hmm. right. clearly. But, yeah, but when it <laughs> happened, it was exciting. Like, I see some guy with 15 million subs. I'm like, what is this guy? I've mm-hmm. never heard of this shit. Who is this guy? KSI's huge. He's a, for those of you who don't know, he's a, he's a British gamer. And he be, he became big on YouTube as a platform. And then I think he did some Twitch stuff as well. He and PewDiePie kind of had a beef, too, for a while, yeah. I think. Which I didn't mm-hmm. quite follow that very closely. But, uh, you know, it was funny seeing them take pot shots at each other every now and then. But it yeah. seemed like it was kind of like, you know, playful and tongue-in-cheek, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, I, I can't really uh, figure out who really gives a shit about anything on YouTube. You gotta yeah. have thick skin, weirdly yeah. enough. Weirdly fucking enough, you gotta have thick skin to get on the internet and talk shit about somebody. <laughs> Tell me about it. Damn, son, where'd, where'd you, you find, find that? this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I got some headlines from around the web. Here's one from U.S. News. I don't know if you guys heard this, but Mi- Michigan City rejected pennies for a man's $270 fine. So you've heard of these stories where hmm. someone has a fine mm-hmm. for that they have to pay to the city, and they're like, oh, fuck you, I'm going to yeah, pay it for right, pennies. Right. And they walk in with a wheelbarrow, and they just dump it on the mm-hmm. counter or something like that. Well, Michigan said, fuck you to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> a man who owes $270 for trash in his yard wants to pay with lots of pennies, but a Michigan city isn't taking the change. Brian McGonigal had tried to pay off his debt by making a series of $27 payments with 2,700 pennies. The Jackson City treasurer, however, has rejected the coins, telling him to put them in rolls. Where's Nicole Arbor when you need Yeah. <laughs> they said it's not practical, Randy Rosick said Tuesday. This guy would come in every time at five minutes to closing with a big sack of full change, and we're not authorized for overtime down here. What's <laughs> that bullshit excuse? We're not authorized for overtime. McGonagall said that the unusual form of payment is his way of protesting the fine. He told the Jackson City Patriot that he was penalized for having trash in his yard. Huh. Surprise, surprise, this guy. I'm on that guy's side. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. Inconvenience the city. Yeah. You don't, yeah. Money, uh, p- pennies, that's legal tender. They got to accept that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the law? You know what pisses me off, though? What's that? Is when I get a... 50 cent piece I get so fucking mad when someone gives gives me a 50 cent piece I just want to huck it at their forehead like when, what the fuck do I do with this when's the last time you got a 50 cent piece oh every now and then some smart aleck at the post office yeah. and it's always the fucking post office <laughs> oh this is currency too it's like no it fucking isn't <laughs> 
Give me real money. It's like you people are the only one with these. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Where can I where can I spend it? Oh, conveniently the the stamp machine that you have in the fucking yep. so you can yep. create your own fucking currency. This yeah. is illegal. This isn't legal tender. What the fuck do I you, can, you can't put it in parking meters? True. You put that on a train track, you'll derail the whole fucking train. <laughs> things have so much metal in them. <laughs> An appeals court says chimpanzees don't have rights of people. <laughs> you guys hear about this? Nice segue. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Time.com. Two chimpanzees that were caged in a trailer. First of all, do you think? Do you agree with this suit, Chad? Do you think that chimpanzees should have the rights of people? Because sure. there's a right answer here. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd say no. Yeah. Because I don't want them driving cars and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't want chimpanzees flying planes, driving cars. Yeah. Be careful, Maddox. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history with this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says two chimpanzees that were caged at a trailer lot and at, at a primate sanctuary don't have the legal rights of people in New York, an appeals court said Thursday. Non-human rights project attorney Stephen Wise, <laughs> more like Stephen Not-So-Wise, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that argued that the appeals court in March that the adult male chimps Tommy and Kiko should be granted writ of habeas corpus, which for people relates to whether someone is being unlawfully detained or imprisoned and should be taken to see a judge. So he wants he was arguing that these chimps were unlawfully being imprisoned, being detained. Okay. And he was trying to get them their day in court. <laughs> In front of a judge. Oh, my God. Says here, chimpanzees, which can walk upright and use sticks and stones as tools to help gather food, (laughs) are considered to be the closest living relatives of humans. Some have been taught to speak simple sign language with humans, but the state Supreme Court Appellate Division, in a ruling that affirmed a lower court's decision, said that there was no legal precedent for chimpanzees being considered people and that their cognitive capabilities didn't mean that they could be legally held accountable for their actions. Look, we don't even know what to do with homeless people, so let's just keep the chimps in the zoos for now until we figure out what to do with all the humans. Yeah, Um, right. Good point, Mikey. This guy wanted, like... To walk a bunch of chimps into a courtroom and for everyone, like with with a with a straight face, to like ask them how they plead, yeah, or some shit, like, dude, like, what the fuck is the world? Like, we're sitting here talking about fucking YouTube beef. Uh, everyone here does YouTube. It's like our chimps, people. I know. Our chimps. We're hearing about these court case. Uh, fucking somebody's suing it, it, it for on behalf of the apes. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything and everyone is stupid and dumb these days, right? Everything and everyone. Dude, Everything's fucked and I, stupid. I, I hate Agreed. that the, the, the future has arrived. Like, yeah. I don't like that. This I, is it. Can we go back? It's right. only going to get worse, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Right? <laughs> Trump is president. Fidget spinners are everywhere. Which I like, by the way. You like Trump? I, I kind of thought you. Dude, your whole anti-Trump <laughs> thing seems like uh, an impre- a, a YouTube impression you've oh, been yeah, working that's on. Oh, yeah. That's my beef, actually. Yeah. I've been told. Actually, someone sent me this thing recently on Twitter, This just this last week. Yeah. It was a supposedly a leaked document of Twitter accounts that the White House is keeping tabs on. Hmm. And they randomized it, but I'm on the list. I'm number three on this list. <laughs> Someone sent it to me. They're like, "That's not you, is it?" And I was like, "Yeah, probably not." And then I I uh, searched Twitter for Maddox, right? And I'm like the biggest Maddox account on Twitter. I'm like, "Oh shit, maybe maybe it is me." Huh. And uh, there's other people on there like uh, Roseanne Barr, Rosie O'Donnell, all the Rosies. I thought Roseanne voted for Trump. Roseanne? Yeah. I don't know. No, Roseanne was running for president. No, that was last time. She did this time, too. See, you would know that if you voted, Rucka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, wait, so what list was this shit? Uh, it's like a watch list, a presidential watch list. And it's it comes from a real 
reliable source, anonymous. Uh, hmm. Anyway, so uh, Chad, before we go, is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> Chadwallclay.com. Actually, I don't even own that anymore. Never mind. Phony. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I know. Yeah. Fucking websites are antiquated. I mean, don't yeah, tell yeah. Maddox, but nobody. No. Just no. you got social media. Yeah. That's only yeah. Okay. I just well, do YouTube. That's about it. We'll link yeah. to your YouTube. We'll link to your everything. Oh, thanks, Chad. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you to Mikey Boltz, the audio engineer. Thank you, Maddox. Thank you to Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. First hand on staff moderator, but most of all, you're welcome. Uh, I'm calling to call out that caller who fucking suggested that Steven Skull was a fucking badass Steven Seagal. Can't even <laughs> say his fucking name right. That's how much of a dipshit that guy is. <laughs> Fuck Steven Skull. The thing that he does is he promotes fake martial arts, and he's a fucking fake. He's a fat ass. His ponytail's stupid. His face is stupid. And that call is fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy really hated Steven Seagal. Man, you guys get some good callers. Yeah, that's a good caller. Um, here's another one. Actually, it's the same guy I follow up. Listen to this. Uh, this is part two of calling out Steven Seagal yet again. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Do you know that guy, like, Steven Seagal donated, like, so much money to the Dalai Lama, like, the fucking, the most delusional person in the world, the Dalai fucking Lama. He donated so much of his shitty fucking money to him that he, they made him a fucking deity. Like, who the fuck would pray to Steven Seagal? Fuck that shit. Fuck. What the fuck? The Buddhist... Buddha, deity, whatever, fuck. That's like the least badass thing in the entire world. <laughs> fuck Steven Seagal. Fuck his sunglasses. Fuck his driving. I hope he... I don't hope he dies. Because that's yeah. terrible. But fuck him. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> he has a conscience. Yeah. Yeah, he hates him, but he has a conscience. Uh, and then we got one from... Weird Matthew McConaughey. So last episode, we had our our lovely guest, Caitlin Hall, on, and she talked about how she saw Angeline. You know, as someone who lives in Los Angeles, you know who Angeline is. And she said she also saw a DeLorean on the same freeway. Nice. Here's uh, Weird Matthew commenting on that. When you saw the DeLorean, was Angeline chasing it, trying to get back to her glory days? Oh, shit. Shots oh, fired. Shit. Weird Matthew. Uh, and then here's one last one. Rucka, this is for you. Because you talked about going to that Disturbed concert yeah. last time. He went yeah. to a, a very specific Disturbed concert in 2003 oh, okay. in Michigan, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we got a caller who was also there. At oh, that shit. Concert. Wow. Yeah, what listen are the to this. Chances? Yeah, listen to this. Holy shit, Rucka. I think it's so crazy that you mentioned Ozfest 2003. You're talking about the one that was held at DTE Energy Music Theater in Detroit, in Clarkson, Michigan, right? Because I was at the same one, and I remember that Disturbed set. I also had VIP tickets to it, and I remember going backstage, and I walked in, and there was David Draymond, the lead singer of Disturbed, getting his dick sucked by none other than Rucka Rucka Ali. <laughs> Why would I make that up? <laughs> wow, our own Rucka Rucka. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> I actually did meet him uh, after the festival. <laughs> but it wasn't backstage. He was everyone was hanging out by the buses. So if this if that was a true story, he, he wouldn't have said backstage. Ah, risque. He just got the location wrong. He just you know? got everything else is correct. Else. <laughs> hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>